Slay the Stars is a 5th edition actual play and is the brainchild of three friends with one goal, to share an epic story with people who want to listen. Content warning, uh, we do curse a bit, so if you're a child or that's not your thing, this might not be for you. We play by the rules, but we are not afraid to stretch them a bit for the sake of fun. And bad calls happen, and when they do, let's talk about it. Reach out on social media and start some discourse. We would love to hear from you, but please leave the negativity at the door. We want to form a community that's based in positivity and mutual enjoyment of this hobby that we all love. Now, let's begin our story. episode 5 of Slay the Stars. When last we left off, Shar and Zem were on their way to Ocean Guard, a trip that would take the better part of three days. They met a gnome peddler named Mila who sold them some interesting and potentially dangerous items, namely a deck of tarot cards with images of Shar, Zem, and the cloaked man from Ascension Point. We made it to the Midway Tavern, where our party had a chance to rest a moment, listen to some music, and commit a little breaking and entering. Shar, you snuck onto a cart when your curiosity got the better of you. In a crate, you found a large crystalline orb with a swirling mist inside. One note here. You were using Detect Magic, and I wasn't sure what to call the orb at the time. I said enchantment. I think we're actually going to call it abjuration. So, just like a little retcon right there. Abjuration. Before you had a chance to investigate further, the owners of the cart returned, chasing you back into the tavern, and you were able to break line of sight and hid away in your room. Zem joined you shortly after. You had a conversation, and the two of you went to sleep with the alarm spell up for protection. That's where we're going to start this time. Zamira, you fall asleep quickly. And at some point, you start to dream. You're back in the same river, and you're floating... The cool water is flowing around you, and it's it's very comforting. As you look back up in the sky, that same light from before is still brighter, still outshining the rest. 
you feel yourself being like drawn to it, to this world that seems to be calling for you and beckoning to you. Suddenly a presence rouses you from your trance and you turn your head in the water and you see directly next to you is Char. He's there, floating with you. He's stable in the water this time, not drowning. You look down towards his hand, which is laid across his chest, and you can see that brand there that you saw on the back of his hand. It's like blazing red. It seems to be burning hot, but he doesn't look to be um, in any sort of pain or discomfort. And he just says one phrase to you. Why us? In in these dreams, am I um, disoriented at all? Like, would I have an understanding of what he means? Or would I be reacting as if I had no idea what's going on? So... You've had dreams where you were disoriented in the past, but this isn't like that. You feel very much in control in this moment, and you understand that he's asking why all this craziness is happening to the two of you now. I'm not sure, but I think it's supposed to. I think... I think it has to. Zem, you glance away from Shar in that moment and you look back up towards the sky and you watch that shining beacon that had this almost bluish light to it it starts to blacken and darken there's this sickly necrotic purple energy that seems to be obscuring the light and as you're about to say something to Shar to draw his attention to it you feel yourself being dragged under the water and you watch that light dim 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 and then nothing your lungs begin to burn and another voice comes to you a woman's voice the same from before I can no longer be patient you search with your eyes looking all around you in every direction but there's only darkness and you hold your breath as long as possible fighting the urge to breathe but eventually you wake up gasping and flailing in bed shivering Shar, this would probably immediately wake you up as well. What? Ah, what? Are you okay? No. Uh, yes, just... Um, do you want to take a second? Yeah, give me just a... Do you have my journal? Where's my journal? Do I have her journal? No, do I have her journal? <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's probably in the room somewhere. But I do not have it. Correct? No, you okay, wouldn't have that's it. That's my question. I'm going to go through the room real quick, make sure there's not like um, any attempted entry. Nothing. I'm Alarm spell wasn't tripped. I'm going to scramble up um, and I'm going to get my journal and like wild hair still in whatever I sleep in, like just on the floor writing in my journal, um, trying to write down everything that I, you know, I just saw, the feelings that I had. Um, I'm going to write about the um, the symbol being from Char specifically, uh, how it was all very clear. I'm going to write all of that down before I forget anything. Okay. So are you okay? What happened? I, um, I had another... I had another dream. It's 
a lot clearer than it was the last time, but um, this one ended with me being dragged under the water. It was just very jarring. Um, can you hand me my tea out of my bag? Uh, sure. I'll reach for the tea. Is there multiple teas or is there just like one type right it's now? It's just all, all I could grab was the mint. Okay. So I will hand you that. Okay. Um, I'm very unsettled and I realize I can't, I can't just make tea. Like there's nothing in this room for me to make tea. So I'm just going to put it down. Um, and then I'm going to sit down and I'll, I'll tell you about the dream that I had. Um, do you remember the dream that I told you about before with, yeah, with the river? So. I was there again this time, but this time the person beside me was clearly you. It was you. And this symbol that you have, it was, it, it looked like it was a blaze. You didn't seem to be in pain, but it was intense. I... You asked me why us. I told you I I didn't know, but I think it needed to. I don't know what it is. I was looking up at the sky and the star. It started to darken. It looked like it was dying. I, I don't know. But then I got dragged under and a woman said to me, I can no longer be patient. And that's that's when I woke up. Did but you recognize the voice at all? It's the same voice as before, but I don't recognize it outside of my dreams. And Zem, when you heard her speaking in that dream prior, when she told you to submit, it felt very much like she was speaking directly to you. This time, when you heard her say, I can no longer be patient, it almost felt like you were you were overhearing a piece of a conversation like she was speaking to somebody else okay and sure for a moment when zem is describing this to you and she says that you in this dream said why us there's a moment of deja vu for you Okay. That feeling like you've seen this moment or you've experienced this moment before, but it it quickly passes. So nothing else, just kind of a, a innate sense of deja vu. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what any of this means, but the intensity, the clarity, and the fact that it's happened several times leads me to feel like something is coming. And I know that that seems a little obvious with the uh, past couple of days that we've had, but this feels big. Okay. Um, hmm. So was there anything else about the dream that you recognized from before except, except from the, the water? The sky looked the same starlight the 
Yeah, it's always nighttime. Um, and the stars are always the same, except this one, it was growing brighter the last time. And this time it, it, same star, same star. Yes. Uh, this star feels like, uh, I don't know if it's the potential for it to die or to become other, but it seemed to blacken instead of grow brighter. And it seemed to darken. It, it felt like something was happening to it. Outside of that, the water was calm until I got dragged under. Hmm. Did hmm. the did the whatever dragged me under? Did it feel like hands or claws or something, or did it just pull me under like like a tide or like a current? It it didn't feel like hands. It felt like the current. Okay. Hmm. While you are deep in conversation about this, Zem, you can feel your um, your alarm spell starting to weaken as it's been about eight hours. But just before it does, it goes off in your mind and you hear a, um, room service. I brought your breakfast, Mr. Cyprian. At your door. Is that the name you? doesn't sound like the girl from before which it does sound to you like Juliet the girl who was talking to you last night Char oh sounds like Juliet oh is she the one is she the one that was like trying to flirt her way like I don't did I give a last name I don't think I gave a last name um you asked for this wake-up call and I'm here with your breakfast I didn't ask for a wake-up call. Did I you? don't remember. <laughs> I, Did you? I, but if she, like, I feel like it would be rude if we don't. Yeah, that's, uh, do you want to answer or do you want me to answer? Just tell her we need some time. Okay. Uh, 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 a moment, please. Um, I'm sorry, sir. I don't have time. Uh, there are other guests. I really need to um, drop this off now. It's important. Can, does she sound panicky? There is a hint of panic starting to ask her to in, leave, into it. Her. leave it on the floor. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, then just leave it on the floor. I'll get in a minute. Okay. And you Do hear, hear the you hear the tray rattle to the ground, and you hear her footsteps starting to recede from the door. I'm not good at this. I'm um, gonna um I'm gonna be ready with Ray of Frost if you wanna open the door. I just I, I'm gonna try something real quick. Just listen, okay? The window opens, correct? Yes. I'm gonna open the window and then slam it shut real quick. And then do nothing. I'm gonna see if somebody starts scurrying. You do that. You don't hear anything. Okay. 
I'm going to open the door. Okay, Frost, ready to go. Make sure that I can. I'm going to give you Vigilant Blessing, which is you have advantage on the initiative roll if some shit starts going down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that is what I'm doing. I'm going to gently open the door. Just to... Okay. You open the door and you see on the floor in front of you is a tray. It has like a sweet roll and one cup of coffee sitting there waiting. And there's you don't see anybody. The hall is sort of L-shaped and you are in like the back corner. You don't see anybody directly down in this hall. And when you glance to the left, you see Juliet um, starting to descend the stairs to head back down. And when she hears your door open, she turns around like she wants to say something to you. And then you can hear her footsteps coming up the stairs. And she's like, oh, hi, um, can I can I help you? And you hear two men speaking to her. And the one says, yeah, uh, we're looking for two people. Your grandpa says they weren't here last night, but can you tell me who's staying in these rooms? It's like I'm going to drag the... the in and gently shut the door if I can. And you you hear her saying, "Oh, um, I, I can of course I can tell you who's staying in the rooms. Um, that room is where Mister Emil the Bard stayed." And then you shut the door and it sort of starts muffling things. Get your shit. Get your shit. Get your shit. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> I literally grab the my little bag of shit, which is almost nothing, in my katana, and I'm like, "All right, I'm ready to go." Same. All right. I'm going to grab the sweet roll for later. <laughs> as, as you're doing that, you're packing the bag and stuff. You hear like a, like a cry from down the hall and you hear like a thump and you hear one of the men say, stop wasting our time. Those motherfuckers. And they start walking down the hall and you hear the first door as it gets kicked in and they're going okay. room by room. Window. Fight out the window. 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 Okay. So. Okay. I go out to the. Uh, is it a straight shot down from the window? Is there like a a mini um, roof? Kind there of? is a mini roof on the first floor, and then so you're on the second floor. There's a mini roof that belongs to like a portico type thing that okay. you can jump on. I'll step out first, and then like make sure that you can get out without like slipping on the like morning dew on the roof. All right, you and do this. We try to descend. Okay, I mean this is easy enough. You get to the edge of. The first, the, the roof from the first floor, and it's about a 10 foot drop down to the ground. So I need both of you to make acrobatics checks if you're jumping down. I'm not jumping down. Uh, can I try to like monkey in a barrel this shit? Like, I'm gonna like hang on to the edge and like try to like lower Zem down. All right. Now, I'll take the fall damage for sure if I don't pass mine, but I'm not gonna make sure that she doesn't. Have Tell you what, uh, you can either. Try to jump down with two. You can make acrobatics checks. Or, Char, if you want to do that, you can make one athletics check. And if you pass, you both make it down safely. That is a crit fail. That is a not one. <laughs> so you throw me down to the ground. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a real children on the second floor situation. <laughs> this is a real children on the second floor situation. So, Char, you scurry to the edge and you kneel down and start trying to get a hold of the edge. And it's it's slippery. It's slippery from that morning dew. And you realize you're falling. And your first instinct is to grab for Zamira. And then you realize what you've done. 
and the both of you. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm like, I feel like I see the second, I'm my, like my eyes get big, like, you mother, boom. <laughs> Just like partway down. Sorry. <laughs> I would like to roll to land on him, though. <laughs> I will let you do it. Go ahead. Roll, roll an acrobatics check. Was that a fucking six or a nine? Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, so the bottom is blank, so it's a nine. Okay. Acrobatics is ten total. All right, listen, it's not that hard. He was pulling you down, so you were already sore. So you end up falling on him. So, Zem, you're going to take one point of fall damage because I'm having your damage and giving the other half to him. You're going to take four. <laughs> sure. As you get hit by the ground and then by Zamira's elbow. <laughs> And then I'm going to be like, shh, shh, shut up, shh, shh. <laughs> yep, I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to scramble up and take a quick look around um, and just <laughs> see, like, if, is there, is it morning? Like, is it morning the sun is coming out or is it still, like, dusky? So the pillar of light in the sky is just starting to illuminate things. It is very early in the morning. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I am going to look around and I'm going to see if there's anyone else and if they're outside uh, that look like they could be looking for us. You glance around and you don't immediately see anybody else in the vicinity. You glance over. So where you guys came out on the second floor with this roof and fall down, you are right next to where the carts and the horses are currently being stabled is not the word, but hitched or not hitched. Whatever the word is, they're there. Tethered. Parked. Parked. Parked the horses. That sounds weird, but that's what we're going with. You, but you look over and you can see that it's it's pretty empty. The only thing, the only carts that are still here is the cart that you guys had. The cart that probably belongs to the bards. And then you see three horses. You see three horses that are there that were not there whenever you arrived last night. Three. Three horses. Two sets of footsteps. And you do happen to notice that your horse is gone. Wait, like, one of the three horses is... Is our, our carriage horse? still there? Your cart's our still cart, there. Our cart, I mean. Your cart's still there. But your horse, which was tethered next to it, is gone. Someone stole our fucking horse. You know what? Let's, let's steal one of theirs. Ow. That seems... Well, which one looks fastest? I don't know. Uh, can I make an animal handling check once I come back to reality? After sure. Just getting sure. Make shit me an animal handling check. Zamira, you go over to your cart and. Oh. In a row. That's two crit that's fails. Is this because you said that this was your favorite set of dice currently? Because you need to put it in jail. No. no, no. <laughs> Straight to jail. No, I'm, I, I am. I trust my dice. Mm. I you use say them this all the time. It doesn't work for you. Yeah. But it makes for a better story. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so Char heads over towards these horses. And uh, Zamira, you hear... I mean, these horses are just getting spooked by some random person approaching them, like, real awkwardly. And they start, like, whinnying kind of loudly and pawing at the ground and getting pissed off. In the meantime, you take a look at your cart. And you also notice that the the rear left wheel is completely smashed. 
And there is a dagger and a note stabbed into the seat where you would sit if you were driving. I'm going to take those things. I'm not going to read them yet. I'm going to say we just need to take two horses and go. Uh, f- forget the cart. The cart's done. <laughs> no carts. Okay. Quick question, though. Was there any, like tracks around where a horse was tethered up like does it lead anywhere or is it just lead back to the road yeah it leads back to the road untether all the horses every one of them take two okay that's the plan you start to hear a commotion coming from the first floor and you can hear the the older gentleman who was behind the bar last night who you spoke with saying, I don't know what you're talking about. There, There's nobody that matched that description here. And you hear a woman's voice saying, come now, we both know they're here somewhere. You're hiding them. I just can't figure out why. And then you hear like a slam and you hear him cry out. Yeah, time to go. Running out, running in the woods, woods. There is the woods right next to us, right? Whatever cover there is or just just run. I are mean, you taking horses or are you just running on foot? We're untethering all the horses that are – if there are any currently There are three. Up. Yeah. So, well, so there's, the there's three – there's four horses total. There's one that belongs to the other carriage that is there that is not yours. And then there are three horses that are tethered there. Yeah. So slap the one on the butt and let it go. Get on two of them. And then uh, I feel like we should untether the fourth one as well just because. Okay, so if we can do it, we'll untether all the horses for sure. Try to get them to run down a direction in general, and then I can domiturgy to make it sound louder and we can dip into the woods. Mm -hmm. Does that sound okay? Yep. Okay. Okay. Which horses are you stealing? So there's the horse that is still with the cart that you're assuming belongs to the bard, the bard's. Uh, that horse is kind of like a pack horse type deal. They use it to pull all of their instruments and things like that. And then there are three other horses. There are two that look like your standard riding horse, nothing fancy, but serviceable. And there is a third horse there that is all black, super beautiful, looks fast, well-trained. Quick question. If I pop a detect magic, does anything on the horses have any magic on them? Hold on. I just saw the sheer panic across your face. <laughs> I, would, I, mean, I have this in here. Um, I'm going to take this second to open this very noisy package. No, there is nothing magical on the horses. Okay, cool. So we're trying to get all of them to just book it. So whichever horse we don't take of the three... Uh, because I don't think we should take the bard's horse should, or what appears or Should to be we a... even take a horse at all? Does the... I mean, it's going to be the fastest way out. The fastest... We're going to... We're not going to walk the rest of the way to Ocean Guard, are we? I don't know. Panic is... I am not the great best of grace under fire. Uh, I'm going to say we are going to take two of these damn horses and I want to take this dagger that they left and I want to cut the saddle so that they can't like easily. I mean, they'd have to ride bareback, which they can do, but um, I'm not going to make it easy on them. I'm going to cut it, but I'm not going to cut it all the way through because I'm going to hope it snaps and they fall off the horse. Okay. So plan done. We're going to untether the bard's 
horses mm-hmm. from the cart, but not get them scared to mm-hmm. leave just so they're going to be by themselves. Mm-hmm. But we are going to try to take two of the horses mm-hmm. and then Which the other ones? one sent set free. Are you taking the good horse is the question. Um, the best horse, I should say. They're all good horses. Is this going to be a... Uh, What's the tangled situation here where he has a frying pan and comes after us later? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't think we should take the good, the best horse. Just try to get that one to run away? Mm-hmm. Okay. It probably won't run away if it's trained as well as it appears to be trained. But I'm going to mess with the saddle and then we're going to have it uh, like maybe get worked up. Maybe. Um. Anyway, it's going to make it harder for them to chase us. Let's just go. Okay. We'll try to get on the horses. And then if if the black one, is it, is it the stallion, right? Like if it doesn't, run, we're going to try to get it to run away. But if it doesn't, I'm going to cast sleep on it. <laughs> you head over. Easy enough. Untether the horse from the cart that belongs to the bards. You go over to the other three horses and start to cut the saddles a bit and untether them. Just the one. Just the one. Sorry. You cut the saddle on the black horse. Yeah. Okay. So the other two, you hop on, and I need you both to roll animal handling checks. Uh, I'm going to cast Guidance on me because I can't. Animal handling Mm -hmm. is a plus zero, and I have an 18. Okay. Three straight, not ones. No! Jail. I swear to God. Straight to jail. I'm throwing that dice away. No, I swear. That's like not even kind of like kidding. I mean, it doesn't matter. Here's the D4. Four. <laughs> All right. So, Zamira, you easily hop up on your horse, pull the reins. It clearly is just following your lead. You know what you're doing. You turn it and start to go. And you see Char is struggling. This horse is not listening to him. He's like kicking it and the horse is getting angry and starting to buck a little bit. Um, I'm going to point right at the horse and I'm going to look it in the eye and I'm going to say, you better calm yourself down and you better listen to what we're telling you like a mom with the mom finger. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm I'm trying to intimidate it to listening to us. A counter argument. What if this works, but I'm like one foot on the saddle and we're both <laughs> down the road. That's exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> All right, roll me an intimidation check. 17. The horse seems concerned. It starts to calm. You grab one of its reins and start to pull it so it's coming with you. Shara's is only half on the, the horse, and you start to head down the road. And I'm still casting sleep on the other one if it's not going. The black horse is not going anywhere. The bard's Ooh. horse has started to run off. You cast sleep on the the other horse. Uh, it immediately just looks dead. Damn <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're terrible. People. And you start to ride down the road, and just as you are getting out of earshot, you hear screaming off in the distance of a, a very angry woman that at this point you know is the half-orc woman Adhara as you are riding off down the road are you following the street or are you going to turn off towards some sort of I don't know village? if I can make the decisions while being basically That's true. dragged Zem, by the what are you doing um so do you think that it would be possible for me to use mold earth to try and like cover our tracks do you think I could flatten the earth behind us 
Um, because if I can do that, that's what I, I want to go off the path um, and into like like beside the path, like beside the road. But I'm trying to cover the tracks of the horse, not the whole way, but like en- enough to n- n- dissuade them from being able to easily follow us. I would say that if you are trying to guide his horse and steer your horse at the same time, it would be difficult to be constantly casting mold earth behind you because you can cast it like every six seconds or whatever and try to make this work. Um, But if you guys are turning off the road, you can easily use mold earth to cover the tracks from where you're turning off the road. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm not as concerned about the road itself, but I would like them to. uh, Okay. So what I want to do is follow the road for maybe a mile and then turn off and that's when I'm going to start and I'm going to hope that he's got his shit situated by then so he's sitting in the saddle um, and then I would like to cover our tracks once we turn off the road so that it just looks like where the fuck did they go. Okay. Yeah. Easy enough. You can do this. And at this point, the the horse that Char is on has started to understand what's happening and is following your lead and your horse's lead. And so, Shar, you are able to sort of climb up on the whole way, get yourself situated. You're still not comfortable, but it's not as precarious of a situation. His hair is like... As it was. Straight up, like, just covered in dirt. Give me some of your pastries. So, wait, we're still riding, though? Yeah. We're at, like, full speed? Well, if you've turned off the road and you're now in some trees, you are at a, oh, a walk. Then okay, yeah, you can take the. I'll pull it from my bag. The uh, the sweet roll. Um, and I'm gonna lean over to his horse. I'm gonna say it's a boy. Okay. And I'm gonna say like that's a good boy, and I'm gonna give him one of the pastries. The horse gladly eats the pastry and kind of like nods its head. Yeah. In a happy way. Yeah, and then I'm I'm gonna like lean over on mine too, and I'm gonna say like, "Good boy, that's a good boy," and give him the other pastry that I took. So I took two. the The horses seem content now. What is your hope? What are you, are you guys kind of like mirroring the road and just staying off, or what, where are you guys going? Yeah, I think I think that that's um, probably best, but yeah. Um, far enough into the woods that it's not easy to see us, but not so far off that we get, like, lost. Um, And I'm imagining that we are on the side, like, between the road and, like, where the ocean would be, or the bay, I mean, where the bay is. And if we are not, I would like to cross over and go to the other side. If we do cross over and go to the other side, I'm going to mold earth again. Okay. No, yeah, I pictured you on the same side that you were talking about, so that's fine. Okay. Um, Because I'm just going to try to keep, like, in between the road and the bay. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I I mean, I know that that's, like, a pretty wide stretch, but I just want to... Yeah, you're not going to get lost that way, so... Yeah. It's good. I'm just following along at this point, just like... That was rough. Did I take any damage through all of that, by the way? No. Well, other than the falling off the roof. Just emotional damage. And some emotional... (laughs) And some pride damage. (laughs) (laughs) um you said there was a note he's just still like rough like just like bang to hell i'm just gonna hand it to you i haven't read it i don't know what it says all right 
you look at the note and it looks like it was hastily scrawled very quickly on this piece of paper. It says, we don't know who you are, but next time your curiosity will get you killed. Take this as your only warning. Oh, it's for me. <laughs> well, now I want to know. I'll hand it to, to you. Um, interesting. So, okay. So I think we need just need to travel for a while and then... Uh, I guess we stop for lunch in a bit. We're probably not going to make it all the way to Ocean Guard Mm-mm. today, so we're probably oops, we're probably going to need to make camp. Cool. Yay. <laughs> and going through the woods like this, not being able to move at like a decent trot or whatever, probably going to take you an extra day to get there okay. at this speed. So. Later in the day, you stop for a lunch break and you realize that both of the horses that you're riding have like little saddlebags on the sides and you open them up and inside you each find four days worth of rations, manacles, a hastily scribbled wanted poster with information about the two of you. Wait, is it one wanted poster or two wanted posters? There's, there's, it's like one wanted poster, but it concerns both of you. And rope, 50 feet of rope. Nice. Attached to the saddle. Do you have gold in yours? I. Or silver or copper or any, any money at all? No money. No. Me either. I have some rations. Yeah, I have some too. I mean, that's good. It's honestly going to have us survive better than money at this point, but I still think we're going to need it once we get to Ocean Guard. Just one, two, three, four. Let me just add that back into the, my stuff. Thank you. The wanted poster uh, has drawings on it that are not made. By the best artists. Oh, they got my nose wrong. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they it does not it does not look that much like the two of you. However, the description reads both red of hair, pale skin, dangerous. The girl has magic. We suspect the boy does as well. We need them alive. A thousand gold pieces for each of them unharmed. Names Charlemagne Vif Broom, Zamira Kaltain, age. 20 known aliases Shar and Zem. Why does this make me want to make the uh, amount go up? <laughs> only a thousand. What do you mean, only a thousand? A thousand's a lot of money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do? Just professional criminal now? Ugh. Don't answer that. Yeah, question. you're right. No, <laughs> no, I'm not my mom. Oh, yeah. My bad. Oh. Um, but this sucks. Yeah. Why are we even... Only four ration? No, I'm just kidding. Why are we even on here? Like, what is happening? Like, why? I don't know. Like, I'm just a school student. Like, I know who my mom is, but they're not after her or him. Well, I mean, they probably are, but they probably aren't good enough for that. Oh, my God. Are they going after you for your mom? 
But then why you? That is also a good point. And, like, they were really concerned about magic. Like, that's what they were asking us for. Like, that's why they took you away. Why did they let you go? Um, hmm. Uh, they didn't. They tried to kill us. <laughs> it has been a minute. But it also hasn't. It's been, like, what? It's been days. It's been days since but that. But to be fair, it has been full of what the hell moments the whole time. Yeah. Um, so on the plus side, uh, one of the people in the group happened to be very well versed with daggers. Um, on the not so good side, uh, one of them uh, has a hole in his chest. One of the other people? Nope. Mm -mm. One of the guards? Yep. That was, uh, that was my bad. You put a hole? You didn't even have any weapons. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Um. Oh, was this more gifts? Yes. That is a very good analogy for that. So what can you do? Quite a bit, I think. Yeah, I mean, you know... I needed help, and it was there. I'm glad and that one of the was. things that was a help was a man who was very well-versed with daggers. Speaking of which, I lost a dart. I don't understand where a lot of my magic comes from. There's a certain amount that you can develop and you can learn, but a lot of it is just somehow there. But I don't think that it's granted to me in the same way that yours was granted to you. Okay. Um, I think that's true. I don't think that much of anybody has what is divine magic. You're the only person that I know of. I mean, I know the world is much bigger than what I've seen. Much bigger. But... I, I've not even heard whispers and you know how stellium is and how this is just where people come. This is an information gateway, but I've heard nothing, no whispers of anything. Has there ever been, um, like at stellium, any kind of like human or creature experiments at all on beings with magic? Um, n there were whispers one time, a long time ago. I haven't heard of anything happening since the age of deterioration. Any experiments, any testing, any anything like that. And then eventually uh, it was banned. Um, that kind of testing became in well, it was always inhumane, but okay. So, what if there was like, um, like a sect of that that somehow prevailed in secrecy, and now they're making themselves known, and they are looking for 
divine magic and somebody who is affluent with others types specifically because your divination isn't something that you were really taught not really right the divination was something i i did learn that more in school yeah but I think I just really learned how to focus it in school more than anything else. Okay, so it's not that. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Look, there were rumors before of some people at the garden that had magic, like not learned magic just rumors but they always left they, they never stayed they they were never good enough to cut it i guess they always like left middle of the night never heard from them again i mean did they leave of their own volition when you leave the garden you don't leave with goodbyes it's considered a shame. Anybody who leaves the garden never says their goodbyes. I'm going to read into that and I'm just going to take your hand. Yeah. So there is a plethora of options for why they're after me, apparently. But I still don't understand why they're after you. I am not 100% positive either, um, except that I, I do think it has to do with my abilities. My, I mean, I seem – I don't know how to talk about this without sounding like I have a huge ego – I, you know how I told you about the certain substances that Dalius. Yeah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> they they helped. They enhanced. I, I don't actually need them. Did Dalius? Yeah. For the most part, I mean, he 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 could. The the simpler stuff he can do too, but um, I, I'm I was ready to take the test to go to the next circle, the second circle, which is <laughs> unheard of, and I've been there for only two years. Hey guys, so um, this is gonna happen from time to time, and I know I said second circle several times um but actually zem is testing into the third circle she's already in the second circle at stellium academy uh, i just wanted to make a quick note so that i corrected myself i didn't have my notes uh, but i do now and she is in the second circle and she was testing to go into the third circle how long does it typically take a lot of people never reach it ever oh wait so does he know that you didn't need yeah. that? 
you you have to find someone that you trust and you have to be honest or else you won't progress and that was he, i he proved that i could trust him i guess i, I mean i don't He's never betrayed me. An interesting note about Dalius that I want to insert here is that <clears throat> he, one of the reasons that he was sort of looked down upon by the other professors is that the more people struggle against what is their perceived limit in magic, whether that be first, second, third, fourth, whatever level spells, um, the more accidents, the more mishaps happen. And his constant struggle to be more powerful, to break through into higher level spells, was seen as sort of dangerous. A little, a little like he didn't care about his own safety or the safety of his students. And so drug use and especially getting students involved in that would have been highly frowned upon. Oh, now does Zem would know this? Okay, Sharp would not know this. Okay. Wait. So, did you have your test planned already? Yeah, I was set to take it. How how soon? Next week, like. It was right around the corner. Does that come with any perks to it? Or just a title? Um, you gain access to learning. There's so it's not that they keep knowledge from people, but they don't they don't really sign off on people studying and putting into actual practice a lot of the spells and a lot of the abilities and magics um, until you reach certain circles just because of your own safety. Um, and I think we were just at the point where I had learned all I could learn in the first circle which isn't really the first circle. I, I mean, it, it is, but it, you know, I can tell you about that sometime, but um, I, you know, I was ready to move on. The Dean signs off on your space, your resources, your, um, all of the above, the ingredients that you need, um, all of that. Okay. So you still have to uh, once you reach a circle, you just have to find other people that will grant you other resources within that circle? Basically, you have to prove your worth. Okay. Your ability is graded. It's, it's I don't know, prove your worth was a little elitist of me to say. It, it's It's less a matter of being worthy and more a matter of safety and having the ability to perform these tasks, perform the spells, perform, um, you know, any number of physical and mental abilities um, so that you don't burn out, so that you don't um, harm yourself and others. Was there anybody at school that was aware that you were going to test in? 
Yeah, it's not really like a... It's not like a secret or anything. It's not a secret, no. I mean, it's not like they make announcements, but um, it's known. Especially as you get higher in, like the higher the circle, the more known it is. It's, again, not broadcasted, but everyone knows who's in the higher circles just because it is unusual for people to make it so far. Once they hit their limits, that's the circle that you stay in. Hmm. And that doesn't mean that people don't try, and that doesn't mean people don't keep researching and keep doing experiments. But typically, you plateau, and I have not yet. Hmm. Hmm. That still doesn't... I don't, I don't know anymore. I don't know. I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, magic is not super common, but why us? You seem to be asking me that question a lot lately. <laughs> um, sorry. That's from the dream. Anyway, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I think at this point, all we can really do is survive figure out how we go forward and then we can try to figure that out. Okay. So what's the next step then? We need out of here. I think that ocean guard is our best bet for next steps. We can, we can come up with a better plan because we can have better resources. Once we get there, I know some people um, through Dalius and we can meet up with them and we can see about what we can get and we can figure out maybe a little bit of what's going on, like how far the reach is. Like I never expected to see her ever again, let alone halfway here once we left our home. So once we get to Ocean Guard, we can hopefully breathe for a minute and come up with a better plan. Okay. Okay. Um, how do you think they found us? Let's start with that. Like they found us twice now. The second time I have absolutely no idea. The first time I think it had to do with us not even having any inkling that anyone would care that we existed, let alone where we were at and what we were doing. I can't really answer that question, I guess. What about, um, sorry, my notes are all over the place. Karina? Karina? Yes. What about her? Where do you think she went? Oh, she's wily. I, I don't know. I'm, sh I'm sure that she's, fine wherever she is but it seems that they're so concerned with us i didn't see a wanted poster with her name on it as well that's true that's a good point i don't know maybe maybe they exist and someone else went after her and we just these are the people after us i think if you blew a hole in someone's chest and they went back through and saw that, they probably put
put you back right back on their list. Yeah, that's my bad. That was my bad. What time is it? Still. At this point, it's <clears throat> like early afternoon. Um, this is, I'm going to constantly be checking to make sure nobody's following us. You haven't seen anybody else since the, the end. Well, we should probably get back on these horses and, and, uh, keep going. We're going to need to find a spot to camp soon ish. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can do that. All right. You press on through the day and the foliage here is, this is not like a thick forest, right? There's some trees, there's some, some brush that give you a little bit of cover if you stay far back enough from the road, but this is not a, a deep, dark forest. And you can see across on the other side of the road, there's a, a decent amount of farmland. And eventually uh, a couple hours pass and you see a farm stand that is being manned by a young person, probably around 12 years old. Um, they have their vegetables arranged out in front of them. And it's the first person you've seen since leaving the inn. Just as a note. Um, 12 years old, male, female. You can't tell from where you are. Are we too far that if I were to, like, raise my hand in greeting, they wouldn't be able to see? You're a little, like, you're staying pretty far back to stay obscured. So if you just put your hand up, they, I mean, they might catch their attention or whatever. It's hard to say. Um, what does the, I'm sorry, what is around them? Like, are they just in a field? So you can see that maybe like 300 yards off the road, there's like a, a farmhouse, probably their home, and farm fields that surround them. This is probably the child of whoever owns this farm. My only concern, and if it's not her, then I'll be fine. Whoever dropped off the letter to begin with, making sure that it's not her. That it's not her? Oh, um... When you had, you said you got your letter slipped under the door. Oh, yeah. I had a little girl deliver mine. This does not look like that person. That's what I want to check. Yeah. Which means that they employ children as well. That could just be because it's like, who pays attention to kids? Yeah, I tried to. That little demon slipped out. I couldn't. You know what? Let's just chalk that up to kids being ridiculous. All right. I just, I just mean, I don't think, I don't think the kid is evil. I'm not saying the kid is evil. Let's just go say hi. Okay. I, I don't have any. You have, you still have all the money. Um, just for the record. I'm We're not gonna carrying buy their farm. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not carrying any of it. Yeah. So. Cause you'll panic spend it all. You, uh. I meant that we have to approach the, the, the stand with some purpose. <laughs> no, but it, it's also true. You would just panic spend and all that's It's also true. <laughs> you know what? I don't like being insulted. 
so realistically. <laughs> As you all head out of the brush and cross the street towards the farmer stand, you see this child look up and they have a confused look on their face and they're like, why aren't you just using the road? Where's the fun in that? Okay. You guys want to buy some vegetables? Sure. Right. And what so you, you what do you got? Uh, we've got lots of uh, lots of stuff. The produce is finally grown. We got arugula, beets, baby carrots, turnips, peas. What are you guys looking for? Let's take a basket and just put a little bit of all of it in the in a basket. All right. We sell it by weight, so each pound of vegetables is like two copper pieces. Yeah. Okay. Just. Just fill it up. Let's do a like heavy on the carrots. Okay. For the horses. Okay. And then you know what? Let's do a basket for the carrots for the horses. How are we going to carry these things? Uh, I've got an extra bag. There's a little room in the saddlebags on the horses too, where you could pack some stuff in. Okay, so we'll do one basket of carrots and then one basket a mix of all the other stuff. All right. And so you see that they start, like, stuffing the stuff in, and they're, like, trying to put as much in as, as possible because they want to make this sale. Mm -hmm. And they have this old metal weighing scale that they hang the basket on one side, and they start stacking these, like, heavy weights on the other side. And when they finish with the carrots, they're like, um, that's five pounds of carrots. Is that is that too much? Nope, that's fine. Okay. And they put it over the side and they get another basket and they start stuffing the basket full with as much and they hang it on there and they're like, okay, that one's, that one's also five pounds. How much did you say it was a pound? Two copper. I don't know, man. You know what? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Wait, that's is it a boy or a girl? This close, you can tell that it's probably a boy. Okay. Very skinny, scrawny, short hair. Um... And he says, that's two silver pieces. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, why don't you start putting the stuff in the in the saddle? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. Um, does it all fit? Because if it doesn't fit, I'm going to give it back. But I'm not going to, like, I'm still going to pay him the full. You can, you can make it fit. Okay. Um, so I don't I don't have change. So he, So you can just take this piece of gold. But you know what? You, I, I need... I need one thing from you for this gold piece, okay? Uh-huh. You didn't see us here. Nope. Okay. Who did you see? Uh, nobody. An old lady. An old lady. And her younger son. Her young son. Because someone's going to ask you where you got this gold and where you got where your food went. You just didn't see us. That's I'm all. I'm going to hide it. And he, he takes off his shoe and he sticks the coin down in the shoe, puts his, his boot back on. I Are you? Ask her if she Mila, ask her if he knows what Mila is. Who Mila is. Have you ever seen a uh, gnome, a little gnome lady with a cart full of stuff? Yeah, she comes through all the time. She always stops and buys stuff. Tell them that she's the one who... You, 
like traded some stuff for some stuff. Yeah, I just saw her two days ago. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, one hundred. Yeah, definitely. Are you? I mean, are you like a princess or something? Char chuckles. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. You can be a knight of mine if you want. Yeah, I do. Okay. Neil. Okay. He comes over. And he takes off his hat. And I'm going to take the dagger and I'm going to say some stuff and like, <laughs> like tap him on one shoulder and then the other. And I'm going to say, you're now a knight of... And I'm going to like mildly panic and like look at you because like I don't make up names on the spot. The realm of... Gardens. Gardens. Fuck. <laughs> like off in the distance. <laughs> he doesn't even seem to notice. He's just like, this is so cool. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna like dig around in my in my bag and like I don't really have anything that I can give him. So I'm gonna tear out a piece of paper. And I'm gonna say, I'm really sorry. I'm I'm all out of my of my like medals to pin you but um if you come find me someday when you're older i will give you one and i'm gonna and like i'm just gonna i'm gonna sketch a um um like a shield like a crest i'm gonna sketch a crest and it's gonna have like a carrot on it and it's gonna have um a crow on it and it's like just a really quick sketch and i'm gonna give it to him like this is what it looks like He's just like, I, this is the best day. Just hide it and like, don't tell anyone. Cause I'm, yeah. we're kind of in enemy territory. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are you guys, are you guys fighting with the council? What do you think? Yeah. My dad says that they suck. The council sucks. Yeah. Cause they take all of our money. Y yeah. You know what? But I'm a benevolent princess, so I'm going to give you another gold piece. <gasps> but no. Yes. Because someday you'll be, you'll earn it someday in my guard, my my special guard. So it's just like standing over there like I was going to panic spend the money. I <laughs> he takes off his other shoe <laughs> and puts the gold piece in. Now I won't limp. <laughs> I... Uh... My my dad's not gonna believe when when he hears about this. You're right. You're not gonna get in trouble for having all this gold, are you? No, he's gonna be so proud of me. Okay, just don't. Mila, Mila, it was Mila. Yeah. <laughs> don't Sorry, tell just anyone. It. it was. We, we, you can't. You can't tell him that. A princess was here. That's all. Yeah, no, an old lady. An old lady, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I can do that. All right. What is your name? Aaron. Aaron. It was very nice to meet you, Aaron. I... I... I'm so happy that you came. <laughs> he's not even sure what to say. He's just sort of, like, stunned. And as you go to walk away, he's like, oh... Hey, um, are you, are you going to be staying out tonight in, in like the trees? Yeah, we were going to, we were just going to camp out. Just be careful. Okay. My dad, 
he's um he's being <sighs> I have to come home early every day now. I can't stay out and try to get like the stragglers and stuff because apparently the animals have been weird. And he's afraid like did he tell you what weird means? What do you what do you mean they're weird? Like they so like normally animals you can just like scare them away right even things like bears they're kind of skittish and they don't really want to deal with people but lately they've been like they're not afraid of us hmm my dad tried to there was a there were some wolves that were like on the farm they were trying to get towards our chicken coop the other night and my dad went out and he was you know making a noise trying to scare them away and he said the one just like stared at him like it wasn't even scared wolves like here, w wolves. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, before we would see like maybe one wolf or one bear every year, but now like there's like a whole pack. Okay, yeah. Um, I had heard reports about that. My my scouts they they reported that to me. But I I thank you for your service. Let's. I'm glad to hear you have scouts because it looks like you only have one guard right now and I don't he doesn't look like he could take on a pack of wolves <sighs> he is stronger than he looks and I appreciate your concern but my scouts are really good at hiding yeah and also okay, based good. off of the three previous nat ones I think the horse kicks me in the face <laughs> <laughs> he can't take on the wolves he, he's stronger than he looks <laughs> oh my nose <laughs> old's eye says nose <laughs> Every time. <laughs> um, but but yeah, just be be safe. You too, Erin. Okay. Old lady. <laughs> Did we not think that love. one. <laughs> I don't want to get her in trouble. I like her. But it's an easy answer, even if he's lying. It seems true. He doesn't have to have a name for every customer he has. You don't know his life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you dealing with that. Children are not my area of expertise. <laughs> Clearly. I'm a princess. <laughs> You're going to be riding that all day, aren't you? Yes, I okay. am. <laughs> Shit. This is going to be an unbearable couple hours. <laughs> Silence, surf. <laughs> yes, your majesty. <laughs> you continue on down the road and then eventually veering back in i'm assuming for for more cover okay yes yeah. real quick before we move on mm -hmm. so he's saying that there was wolves here mm -hmm. there has not been a lot of wolves in this area from what we know correct mm -mm. how rare like he said maybe they would see like one or two scrawny wolves or maybe they're coyotes this is one of those things that's like it's sort of like the mountain lions in Pennsylvania where people are like, oh, there's definitely mountain lions. And it's like, nah, man, they've been extinct for like 60 years. It's fine. Um, it, that's sort of how these large predators were looked at in this area up mm. until recently where there are confirmed sightings of these things, apparently. Okay. And so it was mostly just bear territory then. There, there weren't even a lot of bears. Like I said, maybe one a year people would see. They, they generally stuck to the places where they could hide and they would only come out to sort of scavenge once in a while. And black bears, easy to scare off. So. Yeah, just hit them real fast with a ball of light. <laughs> well, yeah, this is, it's definitely making you think about this black bear that you saw the other night that was ready for a fight because that is abnormal. 
After the day you've had. <laughs> Just gave up on opening it. You eventually start looking for a place to sleep. I need somebody to roll me a survival check to find a campsite. All right, hold on. Redemption arc. Here we go. Come on, dice. Don't roll that same dice. Don't do it. It's not a roll. 11. It just loves rolling ones. So 11 plus survival. Uh, 16. All right. You eventually find a nice flat area that is fairly free of roots and debris and stuff. But whenever you guys sort of like sit down, make camp, you're obscured from the road pretty well. And you find a place not too far off to tether the horses where they're sort of camouflaged. And they're both this brown color that makes them a little more difficult to spot within the within the foliage. As you're making camp, is there anything you guys want to discuss or do tonight? Um, before it gets too, too late, I would like to just kind of wander off and have a supply of firewood. Not necessarily that we're using it. All right. Easy enough. You can find just little... a little bit. But mostly it's going to be an excuse to see if I have any visitors talk to me today and if not then i'll just go back to camp that's not a problem sure you are you're taking your time gathering things up and eventually you hear are you looking for me yeah um i am i had a, a couple questions if you don't mind Ask away. I know you said you, you you don't know why it was us before. That wasn't... But I had another question about her pendant. Okay. I can read it. Yes. But not all of it. So, I haven't, I haven't seen it directly... But the fact that you can read it, and others can't, leads me to believe that it's probably written in, in our language, in my language. And just to confirm, the, the other writing that I can't read does look similar to it, right? It does, and that leads me to believe that it's a name. A name? Yes, um, it's probably an artifact that belonged to an individual, and... Very powerful people were frequently given a symbol to denote who they were. But it, it's not the same as, as a word that symbolizes a meaning like past, present, future, things like that. It would be something that marks that person for who they are. Do you know of anybody that would have had a pendant like that? Nobody who I was connected to, but I, I do know the God who possibly bestowed such a thing. Which one was that? Um, Oppenor, O-P-I-N-O-R. Okay, and I, the reason I ask is because I just am curious as to whether or not I would know who this is, if that makes sense. Like, I've been taught 
Yeah, uh, roll me a religion check, but you will automatically already know a little bit. I trust my dice. I do not let them. I do not. Uh, what's the word? Jail them. <laughs> uh, eight plus something. I do not know why I'm having such a problem with like space right now. Anyway. Religion. Plus two. So ten. Okay. From your time working at the Temple of Divines, you just sort of gathered some knowledge about some of the other deities there. Uh, you know that Apanor is the god of knowledge. They sort of had sway over the realm of the mind, thoughts, wisdom, things like that. Generally a fairly neutral deity who was just sort of obsessed with truth. Do you know if there's any believers of Apinor in the, the, the academy? Shar, you have to understand, um, myself and the others like me had an understanding, an agreement to not meddle in your world for a period of time, which has not yet come to pass. And the fact that I am here now is, it would be controversial. So if there is somebody meddling at the academy, I do not know. Wait, then. If you're not supposed to... Then why? And how much longer until you can? Not long. There are those of us who have spoken and we believe that the forces that drove us having to leave your world before are planning something and we are here to make sure that when the time comes when our mutually agreed upon date of arrival back in this realm happens it is not they who hold sway Is, um, is he okay? Do you know? He is carrying on. Okay. Um, thank you. As always, I'm here if you need me. Then I will walk back with probably a more pitiful pile of, pot of firewood than you were expecting. Yeah, he was gone for a while and didn't bring a ton of wood back, but there's some wood. I'm just going to, like, look at the stack in your arms and then look at you and then look at the stack and look at you. And and I'm not going to say a word. I appreciate it. So, Your Highness, you have any ideas? Beyond the next move we make, which is to build a fire and then survive the night N not really i meant more along the lines with why they're after us yeah 
Not really. They haven't really... We don't even know who they are. She's just a hunter. Like, she's not the one that's after us. She's a tool. Okay. But what about the people above her? That's the... Something to think about in the next couple of days. Is that what if... Your ability to use your divinity or your divination isn't innate. What if you were gifted something? When did you get that pendant? Right before we went on the run. I've seen it before. I'd used it before, but I didn't. It was gifted to me the same day, like hours before. Why was it gifted to you? This used to belong to Delius. He. Right. I, to be honest, I mean, he didn't really give me a why. He just said he wanted me to spend some time with it and to practice with it. And he gave it to me and it's, honestly I don't even know if it was intended to be like a permanent gift this, he loves this thing I think hmm actually now that I'm thinking about it I don't I don't know that this might not be mine I might I might have to give it back to him when I see him again but until then I'm <laughs> jog my memory uh, how old is Dahlia's Mid forties. Okay, so he's not like Elvin or anything, like long living. Nope. Okay. Did he ever tell you how he got it? No. The name I the the the, the words I can't read is is supposedly a name. A name. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess that would make some sense. I mean, names in certain languages are unique for a reason. But why it would be etched on this particular pendant? Because it's whoever belong to it was a gift it wasn't a creation here so was it made by this individual or was it the belonging of this individual it was the belonging of the person it was a gift from something very similar to what I have around my neck with a little bit more oomph. Okay. Hmm. I never, I didn't really. He's trying to like rub two sticks together to start a fire. I didn't, 
pay a whole lot of attention to the intro classes because they didn't really affect me. So I, I don't know a lot about what that might mean. I mean, it was like, I, I don't know who this is. I, I, so assuming that you're, because you trust Alias, going off of that as the backbone of this, who he trusts, we can trust. Meaning that where we're going to the drugstore is somebody who might know the answer. I mean, it's not like a drugstore. It's a magical supply shop. Right. Where you find things other than other than that there that's like a separate room in the back okay do you have a list of what you need to pick up over there no i'm gonna start a fire you should maybe do that okay <laughs> all right zem still reeling from the revelations and the needing to make a list, a shopping list. Um, Char, you are building a fire and we're going to cut it there. You guys making camp. From dreams to the stars, Persomnia ad Astra. Hey, bitches, bros, and non-binary hoes. It's Leah, the dungeon master and producer of Slay the Stars. I'm here to talk about some awesome upcoming things we have in store for you all first thing what was that anyway first thing damn it arthur you will let me have access to these announcements thank you first thing thank you all for listening we appreciate you more than you'll ever know and i hope to stars you're enjoying your stay second Thanks to Isaac Virus for the amazing intro music. If you like what you hear, you can find him at Isaac Virus on Twitter. And another huge shout out to Cam Gonzalez for the superb character art. I mean, it is just oh, beautiful. If you haven't seen it yet, slaythestars.com, head to the characters tab, check it out. Beautiful. You can also find Cam on Twitter at Cam Gonzalez Art. You'll be able to see not only what she's done for us, but the amazing art she does for other people as well. Third, actually, can I have the ding bag? Kind of like it. Thank you. We are on Patreon, and tiers start as low as $2. Pledging a five and above will get you behind-the-scenes access to STS, and honestly, the blooper reels alone are worth it. We also plan to do patron-only events in the future. If you'd like to be involved, sign up today at patreon.com slash slaythestars. We would love to have you. And finally, we're doing our first giveaway! Woo! Arthur, add some clapping and cheers. Okay. It'll be a signed, one-of-a-kind postcard with our logo, of course, and two unique stickers. Also, our logo. What? Who wrote this sentence? <clears throat> anyway, we'll have more details on the giveaway on our socials and on Patreon, so stay tuned. Intro music by Isaac Viers. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Photos by Rachel Bianchi. 
Special thanks to Kaylin Williamson, produced by Leah Hemrick, graphics designer Jen Kearney, and audio engineer Arthur Polino.